We knew that we wanted to help our clients and the technology and the risk cloud is essentially something that could easily help facilitate that. So it was it was easy for us to kind of decide that, hey, Logigate, this is something that you can help us with. Hi, I'm Megan Fee, and this is GRC and Me, where we interview industry thought leaders in governance, risk, and compliance on hot topics, industry-specific challenges, trends, and more to learn about your methods, solutions, and outlook in this space. On today's episode, I sit down with Priyam Shah. Priyam is part of the GRC technology practice at PwC. Price Waterhouse Coopers is a multinational professional services network, helping clients with audit and assurance, tax, and consulting needs regarding risk compliance and governance. And today we speak about our collaboration, what PwC is seeing in the market in regards to trends, and we talk about how to make sure we give during this difficult time and take care of each other. And in the spirit of helping organizations and to thank you all for tuning in, PwC has offered a one hour free session they've dubbed as a GRC Tech Office Hour. Here you can ask them anything related to GRC, taxonomy, implementation, or anything else. Now, I know there's a lot of listeners today, but whomever reaches out to me first, I'll refer them to Priam to schedule a session. To take advantage of this promotion, email me today at partnerwithus at logicgate.com. And don't worry if you're not the first one, I'm fairly confident we can guilt Priam and team into accommodating. So if you're interested, please reach out. And now here's our episode with Priam. Welcome to the show, Priam. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I'm really excited to talk with you today. We, I have come to know you over the last year, maybe a little bit longer, through the work that you do with your clients and, and GRC. And I had the pleasure of working with your group recently when we came together for a collaboration. So Logicate and PwC did a collaboration focusing on how to help customers, clients, during this difficult time, um, during the pandemic, to think about how to safely or strategically return to work and make sure that there are health and safety controls in place within their organization to keep their team members as safe as they can. And so I'd love to hear from you, Priyam, about, you know, what led that idea that PwC really, because you did, you coined this this concept in my mind about really making sure that there are controls that are supportive of the work that people are going to be doing as they migrate back to fiscal offices. But what led first to the work that you're doing during this time in the response to the COVID pandemic, but also the collaboration with Logicate's Risk Cloud? Yeah, sure. So within our practice at and within GRC practice at PwC, a lot of the engagements we work on are enabling. So enabling a lot of the second line line of defense processes, really giving a good governance structure um, and ultimately implementation. But you know, with COVID-19 and everything with the pandemic, we really wanted to think about ways that we can truly help our clients in this current moment. So we're really looking to pivot our services so it'd be meaningful for our clients from a business standpoint, but also a lot of the you know employees and individuals we work with through various organizations. We wanted them to feel comfortable and safe in the work they're doing, whether that's at home or at the 
actually getting back to the office. So we came up with a program which we um, dubbed, as you said, which is called Return to Work, which really has a lot of the processes and controls laid out to help organizations understand, okay, you know, if I'm gonna have a phased approach of letting 20, 15 individuals come in at a time, what are all the things from CDC, who, all of the health regulations that we're hearing about, what are some of those steps that we need to take to in, or, in order to ensure their safety? So we understand, as you mentioned, Megan, you know, we work together a lot and we talk a lot and we talk about GRC a lot. And I thought it was just like natural um, relationship right there where we knew that we wanted to help our clients and the technology and the risk cloud is essentially something that could easily help facilitate that almost, um, you know, taking our controls, being able to drop them into the solution, whether that's for an update or an upload and really helping end users manage those um, those testing and ensuring the controls are adopted. So it was it was easy for us to kind of decide that hey, Logigate, this is something that you can help us with. We can roll up clients, your clients, and whoever's on this journey of eventually you know moving past COVID nineteen and hopefully getting ourselves back into the office. Yeah, exactly. And I love that it it started, the origin of the idea came from how can we help our clients? I love that. And I know that that is a lens that you are always looking at the work with you that you do with your clients. So I love that. And so in the work that you do with your clients, what are trends that you've noticed in the GRC market? So I know right now we are in a really difficult climate where we're managing how to make sure our teams are safe. But when you look at the last few years, what are some broader trends that you're seeing in the GRC market? Yeah, you know, before we would hear a lot of clients say, I have issues testing or I'm not able to maintain um, a risk register or risk assessments. But what we're hearing a lot in the next, in the last few years, our clients are really able to take take reins of their GRC technologies and their tools and move forward in their programs. But where they're kind of getting stuck at is those outputs, is that is those data. Really, there's a big emphasis on metrics. So yeah, we're doing all this great work. You know, we have all these enabled processes, but I'm not able to see metrics. I'm not able to see analytics. I'm not able to see the data across my whole technology. So a huge emphasis on data. And that's not necessarily, you know, utilizing the tools, uh, out-of-box reporting structure, but it really has to do a lot with, okay, we recognize that the technology does this level of reporting, but we need to take it up a notch and, um, you know, run our controls through all tricks to be able to understand how to automate our testing better or we really need to understand, run all of the all of these data points through Tableau to have that really sleek management reporting. So it's just that next level of visuals, that next level of analysis, and just that next level of information that management and even folks that folks from the second line just constantly want to be able to have a visibility into risk and compliance. I love that, and often I think that visibility or the insights, the metrics of data, those are often thought of as like the end state, right? And so what are some pitfalls that you see some people facing when they are tackling, whether it's starting a new GRC initiative or or starting a new team within an organization to tackle things like enterprise risk? What are some things that 
people that you've seen people struggles that you've seen them face ultimately probably that impact that that final end state yeah megan you know it's actually really funny a lot of our engagements are actually um, organizations who are pretty far along on their GRC journey and aren't finding value um, getting to a point where the technology is stuck or they've over customized it we kind of what we call a diagnostics or a pulse checks. And it's really stopping and reassessing, you know, your guiding principles. So a lot of the times there aren't a set of standards or overarching principles that all the in-scope stakeholders or groups need to follow. So that really helps them when there's tough decisions to lead them down the right path. So whether that's saying, you know, we're going to stick to the out of the box, we're not going to highly customize. And when you get to a point where, you know, you need to build great feeds and have all this like custom um, code, that would help you say, you know what, one of our guiding principles is we're going to configure, uh, customize less. And so that really helps having a, having a good governance structure in place, individuals that are supporting the program or supporting the vision, supporting the technology. And overarching, what we really find is a lot of organizations, you know, get really excited, you know, being able to get the budget, have the tool to start going with it. And we really emphasize more of a, a crawl, walk, run, rather than just like shooting for enabling all your programs at once. And that really comes from a twofold approach of having a really in-depth uh, technology, but also a business process roadmap in place. So you're able to understand what are those processes that actually work with each other that, you know, need to be enabled together to have the most value out of them. Or what are the processes, for example, you know, compliance is we're sunsetting teammate in three months. So they need to like cut ahead of the line to get into the tool first those types of things. And then ultimately, it's just making sure back to like what we were talking about on reporting is what you're getting out of it is meaningful for you. And that's only going to help if what you're putting into the tool is also the same way. So having a really good taxonomy structure where risk is assessed or looked at um, evenly, issues are managed the same way throughout. And that doesn't necessarily mean all stakeholders have to readjust their processes, but it's really a way for you to be able to have an apples to apples comparison and then get that that great output, that great reporting that everyone wants. That's really interesting. We here at Logigate we'll have conversations with folks who are looking at technologies, maybe often point solutions or individual solutions mm-hmm. to solve initial pains. But we always encourage them to have a very similar lens, which was you know, think about the vision of your program and, and where you want to take your program and think about the scalability of your program. And, and that's a tech that you should choose that can meet you where you are now, but also evolve with you. And the work, Priam, that you're doing, which is, you know, the kind of the data map mapping and thinking about the taxonomy and thinking about the interconnection between other elements of their program, that is so critical because, you know, a, a big pitfall I could see is that, yeah, they buy or they invest in a solution, and they don't think about those other things or the next, you know, the process that they want to weave in or another stakeholder that could benefit from the tech. But maybe they've elected a point solution or something that just doesn't allow them to expand and grow. Or even worse, it's designed in an architecture that doesn't allow them easily to integrate these, you know, relationships between data objects. So that's really interesting you said that. And I think 
that's so refreshing to hear that you can help people with that and help them to think future state, kind of getting out of the initial pain that they might need to replace a tool right now, but that they should be thinking broader and cohesively about it. So that's really cool. Totally. A lot of the times you don't want to put in that extra time and that upfront effort. You kind of just want to do all the fun stuff and, you know, implement and design. But, you know, once you have that really good, strong infrastructure, you'll be able to just run with it and things will go really smoothly and really well. So we really do encourage that. Thanks, Priam, for sharing some advice with us today and things to consider when managing GRC programs or new initiatives, as well as some pitfalls to avoid. So I have another final question for you. Really, it's about creating trust. I think a lot of the work that you do with your customers, you're able to do it because you've got a a great amount of trust with your customers and understanding of their programs and their initiatives. And so it's a difficult time that we're working in now. It's hard to get in front of our friends, family, and customers in a way that we used to. And so what are you doing at PwC now to help to continue to have that level of connection um, with your clients and even your teammates today? Yeah, definitely. You know, we are very client-centric. Oftentimes we travel to see our clients and just those small breaks where, you know, you grow coffee together or, you know, there's a happy hour when you reach a milestone. There's no, there's not a lot of celebrating successes, wins, or those moments of really understanding each other because garner that empathy of what someone's going through, particularly during these times of just people are signing off. They don't want to stay on for a minute longer. They're signing off. So at PwC, we really came up with a bunch of um, different initiatives and different ways of interacting with even each other internally along with our clients. And we, we call them really like difference makers. So it's, it's ways of engaging with our clients and only taking, you know, a minute or two up front to just be aware and be mindful of, you know, that person and what they might be going through right now, whether there's, you know, kids and you need to charge someone's iPad really quickly, or, you know, it's been a long day, lots of early meetings, um, and just taking that few minutes to connect up front as you normally would have, you know, if there was a meeting in person and everyone would walk in and, you know, everyone kind of like shoots around for a few minutes, like, yeah, I'm having a rough day, da da da. Taking time and having some of these activities, whether it's icebreakers where we kind of call someone out on icebreakers or a flash, flash sessions or even taking a few minutes just to give everyone three minutes to finish up that last email, finish up that last ping, go grab a drink of water or coffee, and then really stay focused for the meeting. So yeah, dependent upon you know our group or who we're working with or the client, we really try to just swing some of these in. It really helps lighten things up and you're you're really able to have that relationship which ultimately helps in your entire project. You know, once you're working together and you're able to, as you mentioned, Megan, create that trust, that's really what's going to get things moving. Yeah, I think so often we you know, when we work with our customers, it's it's the before the meeting and after the meeting kind of chit-chat or during the breaks yes. that you get to know them personally and so I know I'm missing that because everyone is kind of bookend. It's after this call is the next call and you got to hop on the Zoom. And so it's about taking care of teammates, making sure people have a chance for a bio break, get get some sunshine if possible, but also to 
you know, talk about themselves and, and get to know each other on a personal level if we can. So yeah, I love that. I love that different makers initiative that you have there at PwC. So thanks for sharing that with us today. Of course. This is Megan Fee with GRC and Me.